This is an ABC podcast. Hello there, background briefing listeners. Alice Brennan here. No episode of the show this week, but I do have something special for you instead. It's a preview of a brand new podcast by our colleagues at ABC Indigenous. It's called Thin Black Line. Now, this podcast is about an Aboriginal teenager called Daniel Yock. He was a dancer and an amateur boxer. But his life ended when he was just 18 years old. On a spring afternoon in the early 90s, Daniel was drinking in a Brisbane park with some mates. Then the police turned up. They followed Daniel to a nearby corner, arrested him, and 27 minutes later, in the back of a police wagon, Daniel Yock wasn't breathing. He had no pulse. What happened in those minutes and in the years that followed is a subject of this podcast. Alan Clark, who's the host of the podcast, is here with me now to tell you all about it. Alan, welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell me what drew you to this case. Yeah, look, I remember as a young boy hearing about one of my relatives dying in custody um, after being charged with a minor infraction. And then when I was a teenager, my cousin TJ Hickey actually died after being followed by police. And so as a young black person, you know, it was a terrifying thought that this could happen um, in the duty of care of people who were meant to protect us. And I think ever since then, I've wanted to look into investigating individual deaths in custody. And the reason I chose to focus on Daniel Yock for this podcast is because I was in Queensland a little while back for something else and someone had mentioned his name to me. And after doing a bit of research, I couldn't believe that I didn't know more. I mean, his death at the time led to the largest Aboriginal protest march in Queensland history. And then I spoke to his family and community and they were still so devastated and were pretty adamant that he was arrested because he was a young black man when a white boy would not have been and that his death was preventable. They firmly believe this. And so this is, for me, more than an investigation into whether institutionalised racism played a role in Daniel's death. It's equally about the devastating impact these deaths have on communities and families, that trauma and that pain that gets handed down to each generation. Um, And not everyone gets to see that or even explore that. So not only do they have to deal with the grief that comes with losing a loved one, but they also feel pretty powerless within our judicial system. And you've spoken to an eyewitness, someone who saw what happened that day, but who has never spoken publicly before. Yeah, you're right. Um, And before I get to that, let me first say, though, that doing this podcast, we came up against many challenges. And the biggest of those was actually trying to speak with the police officers involved with Daniel's arrest. It really was like a resounding wall of silence. However, one officer, uh, who was an officer at the time, and he's never, ever spoken publicly before, agreed to speak with us. And what he says is incredibly interesting and actually takes us right into the heart of what was happening in the police watch house in those frantic moments before Daniel's death. Wow. So let's hear a bit of Thin Black Line. On a spring day in 1993... A group of teenage boys are killing time in Brisbane's West End. With that sandbank having to swim, and we sort of made our way back to Musgrave Park. Police sort of followed us from sandbank, I think, and then they kept driving past when we was in the park. 
when I just kept doing laps and all, I thought we'd just do for that and well, let's go boys because, you know, we got more trouble. I was driving behind us, I real slow, I bonded. And we started panicking then. A police paddy wagon starts following them. Then a tense standoff begins and all hell breaks loose. Daniel was running behind me and I was sort of looking back as I was running and I could see him running, but he was sort of running slow motion. Daniel was lost, they grabbed him and I grabbed a stake out of the ground. I was swearing at the coppers. I said, let him go, let him go. And he's just looking at me with one eye. That's when I started panicking him. When I seen him with one eye open, face down, handcuffed. Trying to feel for his pulse, but I couldn't because the handcuffs were so tight around him. By the end of the day, 18-year-old Aboriginal dancer Daniel Yock is dead in police custody. His death will trigger a two-decade-long fight for answers by his family and friends. On behalf of my family, I say that we charge the six officers and we charge the whole goddamn legal system. In a state infamous for police brutality and corruption, Daniel's death ignites an anger that will engulf the city. Fueled by decades of bad blood between the Murray community and the cops. Anger and frustration took violent form on the streets of Brisbane today. An inquiry rules the dancer's death as unsuspicious. It clears police of any wrongdoing, completely exonerates all officers. To say that our, our people kicked that poor lad to death, assaulted him, bashed him and everything else, uh, now is the time for them to come forward and apologise. They didn't arm themselves with uh, models or any forms of weapons. The boys hadn't done anything wrong, so the whole thing was absolute bullshit. The colours walked free. That's a sample of what you can expect on the ABC's new podcast, Thin Black Line. Alan, where and when can people go to find it? Yeah, this Sunday, the 8th of November, you can find it on the ABC Listen app or search for Thin Black Line wherever you get your podcasts. You can also go to abc.net.au forward slash Thin Black Line. Thank you so much for giving us a preview. No worries.